I watched The Avenging Conscience, or Thou Shalt Not Kill, from 1914. This is the first horror film that I've seen as part of this project, and it's one of the first ever feature-length horror films, but not the first. It's directed by D.W. Griffith, and it's loosely based on the Edgar Allan Poe story, The Telltale Heart. There are some other Poe references in there that I'll get to. And this film was pretty slow when it started, at least to me. I was not really into it. It, was, it wasn't it was bad, but it, it was nothing gripping. I didn't really know where it was going. About half an hour into the film, I was just counting the minutes. When is it going to be over? It's 80, 81 minutes long. But after about that 30, 35 minute point, it really picked up and got way better. And the last two thirds or so was, was really good. And... So the story, the story is about a character that we only know as the nephew. Uh, nearly nobody in this. I don't think anybody really gets a name. You've got the nephew, you've got the uncle, you've got the detective. But anyway, so the nephew is played by Henry B. Walthall. He works for his uncle. The film starts, the, the nephew is a baby. His parents die. He's an orphan. The uncle adopts him puts him through school, gives him a job, and he's basically full-grown, working for the uncle. He's in love with a girl who, though we don't know her name, she at least gets a name because the nephew refers to her as Annabelle from the Poe poem. He's obviously a big Edgar Allan Poe fan, this nephew. And even Annabelle herself, who's played by Blanche Sweet, who we saw in The Lone Dale Operator, she refers to herself as the girl you refer to as Annabelle. So she's Annabelle. There's the nephew, there's the uncle, there's the Annabelle. And basically the uncle tells the nephew, you got to break up with this Annabelle girl. Your life should only be work. Nothing can distract you. I put you through school. I've raised you. You owe it to me. You can't do anything but work. And the nephew doesn't like this. Uh, He basically says it to Annabelle too. She doesn't like it. And so they're at a garden party and they kind of mutually agree. They have to break up. She lets him know, I can't be with you if your uncle doesn't want it. He's a little more forgiving. He's more like, well, I'll run off with you, but she doesn't want to ruin the the family dynamic. So they break up. Meanwhile, the uncle is out for a walk and he sees some young couples in love. He sees a cute little baby that he kind of waves at and the baby waves back. And he has this sort of epiphany that, hey, maybe love isn't so bad. Maybe I should let the kid do his thing. He goes home Presumably, he's going to tell the nephew it's okay, you can go get married. But the nephew has kind of gone crazy. And so when he gets home, he strangles and kills his uncle. He hides the body by walling it into the fireplace with a layer of fresh brick that he puts in front of it. But it doesn't matter because he's crazy now. And he starts hallucinating that the ghost of the uncle is coming out of the fireplace to get him. When he sleeps, the ghost wakes him up. So he has no peace. He's like, it's like the telltale heart where he imagines that this dead body is still alive and tormenting him. And he's also being tormented by something or someone else. And that is the Italian. And the Italian is sort of this caricature. He's like a big, dumb, drunk, womanizing Italian stereotype who happened to see the murder take place. And now he's blackmailing the nephew. The nephew promises once he gets his inheritance, he'll give some to the Italian. 
And sure enough, he does. He pays off the Italian who's all gleaming with happiness to get his money. So he's good. Uh, meanwhile, there's a detective who suspects what really happened. He thinks the nephew killed the uncle. And so he's kind of grilling the nephew and trying to get him to crack under pressure. The nephew keeps having these visions. And the film sort of takes a bit of a surreal turn at this point. Because you see the ghost of the uncle. You see him remembering strangling the uncle. You see these demonic ghouls that are really well done. Really kind of scary makeup and costumes. There's a scary witch on her broom. You see... Jesus on the cross, you see an angel holding up a banner that says, thou shalt not kill. And it's all tormenting him when he cracks. He confesses. Then he runs off and he gets in this shootout with the police. He, I think he kills at least one cop. The Italian was supposed to help him, but the Italian's like, nah, he's not going to, he leaves. So he's on his own. He runs out of bullets. And so he tries to hang himself right as the police rush where he is. Annabelle, she's peeking in the window. She sees this, so she runs and throws herself off a cliff. And the police kind of take him down. Is he dead? Is he alive? Then we see the nephew kind of sitting, waking up in his comfy chair by the fireplace. And the uncle walks in the room, and it was all a dream. Everything is okay. Nobody's dead. The guy, the nephew pokes the uncle a couple times to make sure it's really him. Annabelle, meanwhile, she wakes up from her own dream. She rushes over, deciding that She'll marry him anyway, even if the uncle won't have it. She gets there. The uncle says, hey, it's cool. They get married. They're happy. And then we see that the nephew goes on to become a famous writer. And then the film ends with Pan playing his panpipes. And some wood fairy children emerge from a tree. And it's just so full of meaning. I don't even know. It's a good movie for the most part. Slow start great horror elements and even the it was only a dream is fine because they aren't really working themselves out of a situation they didn't paint themselves into a corner and that was the only way out they gave a tragic story from start to finish but then made it a dream to give it a happy ending so i'm okay with that too i watched this on a dvd i have it's great quality great sound you can see it linked in the article that accompanies this and that is the movie. Next, I'm watching The Bargain from 1914, directed by Reginald Barker.